Good name. Good name. Uh, I'm not going to comment. I can I'm comment on Ari's left booby all I want. The show. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Mill. Man, what's up, buddy? What's going on, friend? How is it going today? Oh, it's it's uh, you know technical issues and all that <laughs> stuff aside. It's going pretty great because, yeah. in no small part, we've got a wonderful guest today. The amazing, the wonderful, the wonder, Wondermello. Welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be back. Um, well, not on this show, but I remember Blevins. I was on your Little Legends Other podcast. Blevins podcast. Many, many <laughs> moons ago. So I'm really happy to be here. 1,000 years ago. Yeah, seriously. Before time <laughs> stood still. <laughs> It's funny. I feel like we've been uh, trying to have this show forever now. Uh, we keep talking about it, and then things happen, and it never happens. So it finally, like the the stars aligned, and yes. we're here, and it's amazing, and I'm excited. Yes, it is exciting. It is great. It is grand, and we've got uh, well. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about, but not because... Well, actually, we have a lot to talk about because we don't have a lot to talk about in the patch. But if you know if you know what we're talking about, you know. Oof. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that uh, in a bit. But we've got a little bit of uh, housekeeping. First off, uh, Saucy, right? Grand Prix top four again. How many yep. is that now? Three? Mm. Yep. Yep. I'm at a I'm at a hundred percent top four win streak, whatever that means. Yeah, it. we had the uh, the Riot Grand Prix this last weekend, and I brought mm-hmm. my spicy uh, Teemo uh, concurrent timelines deck. Yeah, and it was really fun. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. It was a blast. What was the you brought? What deck did you bring that no one let you play? Lysandra Swain. Everyone banned every Lysandra game. Lysandra Swain. Mm-hmm. I stand by it. I think that deck is insanely good and super well positioned right now on the ladder because it eats yeah. TF Fizz and it eats uh-huh. Fiora anything. Mm-hmm. So it's good. But they wouldn't let you play it? That's no, they wouldn't because they're jerks. Wondermelo would have let me play it though, right? <laughs> yeah, I, maybe. Depends on what my lineup what? was. Especially right. if wow. he gets a, a four. I'm in it to win it. Kick her off the show. Kick her off the show. I I may not be amazing, but like when I try hard, I will try hard even if I'm not good at something or I'm piloting a bad deck. (laughs) I do my best. You played against against Amazonian, right? Uh, Saucy and you know Amazonian's magic stream is always like it's always tailored to like playing fun decks, playing creative, playing like big giant combos and monsters and stuff. And she brought freaking TF Fizz. She did. Like she brought TF Fizz and she went full degenerate. She did. And she's, she's messaging me. She's like, saucy, please ban TF Fizz because I don't want to play it. And I would, my lineup crushed TF Fizz and I'm like, I don't Uh want to ban it. I just auto win against that deck. And she's just begging me. So I'm a good friend. And I was like, you know what, Amy? Fine. I'll ban the TF Fizz deck (laughs) and go against your Nasus deck that I don't think I can win against, but I'm a good friend. Still crushed. Crushed her. Crushed her. It was fun. It was a good time, though. It was a really good time. 
Yeah. Yeah, and well, I, I love watching it. Like I remember being in chess, like go saucy, let's go. <laughs> it's the only reason I won is because Wondermello was there. Aww. I uh, no, I think the only reason you won. So I, I I fired up my stream for I don't know a couple hours just because I was like oh, I'm bored. I want to I want to I want to watch the I want to watch the Riot Grand Prix. So why don't I just do like a simulcast? So I had yeah yeah yeah. Literally, I had everyone streams up, not all at the same time, but I had them up and it was just like jumping around games and. You know, sometimes I, I, you know, I get a little loopy. I know I, you know, I keep it very straight and straight and arrow on the podcast. Of course, I don't, you know, get off track or do anything weird or wacky on the podcast. But on stream, I I'm joking, by the way, for anyone who's new here uh, on stream, I got a little wacky and I may or may <laughs> not have made a bunch of Blevins tokens on the stream when I was watching Saucy and uh, I saw I that Saucy the clip afterwards, but I, <laughs> so I made a Blevins <laughs> out of my face. I made a <laughs> I made a, uh, a Blevins card. And when Saucy went was getting attacked for lethal, I put myself up there to try to block for him. But the game. <laughs> The game didn't. Yeah, work. the game didn't work see, for some reason. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can. Uh, this won't help the podcast listeners, but I'll post this in chat for uh, the live stream listeners. I think it will let me post clips. Maybe it won't. I might get banned. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. I tried. I tried to help uh, by blocking. It's possibly the dumbest uh, clip of all time. But uh, oh, it's, it's stupid. Fun. But it was amazing. It, I'll I'll post it in the in the show notes for the podcast listeners, but. Speaking of podcast listeners and Discord members, again, discord.me session Uh Patreon content is going to be increasing. We're going to be doing more stuff. Yep. Um, I've got some ideas for some video collabs with people in the community. I've got some ideas for some uh, inform informational stuff that I'm going to do. Saucy's got some ideas too. Let us know in the Discord what you would like to see on the patreon because we definitely want to cater it towards what you actually want to see what you want us to do um you know we've done some off-topic stuff in the past and we'll continue to do that but if there's anything particular that uh you are interested in let us know and uh if you want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash room terrible radio um but if you just want to be part of the community if this is your first time listening the best place to go discord.me slash room terrible radio that is where the community lives. Yes. yes. So um, with all of that, let's take a step back. And Wonder Mellow, let's learn a little bit more about you for the viewers and fans who are not aware uh, of you. First, like, what are you doing under a rock? I know it's COVID, <laughs> but like, you don't need to be that. You don't need yeah, to be seriously. that secluded. But um I just want we just want to know what's what sort of your gaming background what brought you into this world well I've always played video games since I was oh I don't know like five years old I had twin brothers so we would always be very competitive against each other and he was one of those people that had the photographic memory and I was just like slightly above uh. average intelligence so that is why I'm very competitive to this day because <laughs> I was always trying to compete against him even if he wasn't trying to compete against me mm -hmm. uh very much a twin thing and so my first card game was actually card Kite vanguard when i was around like 14 ish or so mm -hmm. um because i realized i didn't have any hobbies so i knew a friend who played vanguard so i was like hey can you like 
help me learn this and take me to the locals. And that was really cool. Of course, I always loved the like rush down spike rows, like very aggressive red cell mm -hmm. decks. Um, and I was also be able to like really find my confidence and find my love for card games where I was like, you know, like it was probably the worst time in my life in early high school, but I was able to step into another world, mm -hmm. look super hecka cute for my 15 year old self, <laughs> dress to the nines, get top four consistently, open those packs against guys who are twice my age. And it felt like such a power move. Like that was exactly mm -hmm. what I needed in my life. And like why card games mean so much to me um, because they've absolutely turned my life around. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember back in my day oh, when I was 15. Oh, and no. I, would, uh, I don't. I've been around for so long. I don't remember when I was 15. I don't these, even remember 15. These thousands yeah. of years. So uh, you, card games are awesome. We all love card games. All of us here are card game nerds. What got you into specifically Runeterra? Um, I honestly don't know why I didn't start sooner because I knew it was a thing. I was really into TFT. I was really trying to push myself to TFT and then Magic Arena. And I don't know why, because it seemed like such a simple thing to just like start it right away. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know why I did it, if that makes sense. It's more so why <laughs> did I start it sooner than why did I do it? Because like, obviously I love the League of Legends universe. I love the lore and then I love card games. So it's like the perfect match for me. <laughs> yeah, the perfect storm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of background, Wonder Mellow, because I, I, you know, I've obviously had you on my TFT podcast before, yes. mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I know this. But you were on the, what was it, the G two make the sh making the show? Is that what it's called? Making what the squad, making yes, the squad, reality right. show in Berlin. Yes. <laughs> oh, in it's four times. It's all on YouTube, and you can see me like, yeah, I'm gonna win. This is great. I'm so confident. I'm gonna beat everyone. I was the first to be eliminated. Oh, <laughs> oh clown oh. moment! Oh, <laughs> nailed it. That's not what you want, no. Epic gamer moments. Yeah, y'all, you're right. You're right. That's amazing. Uh, so it was cool. an amazing experience, though, nonetheless. Yeah, I believe it. it. I believe seemed, it. It definitely seemed like a really cool thing, and obviously, uh, COVID, those types of things aren't happening. Um, but I'd love to see more stuff like that from different orgs and whatnot. Just mm -hmm. a really cool thing. Um, but back to back to LOR, you know, you mentioned coming from competitive card games and card fight Vanguard. Obviously, you played TFT as well at a relatively high level. What have you liked uh, specifically in LOR? What has sort of kept you here? The community is really nice. And I also have fun playing the game. Um, I feel like actually I did take a little break at the end of 2020 from the lore because I was burnt out because I was tryharding and realized I couldn't get to like the top 0.001%. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I was trying to force myself to be something that I wasn't. So I was able to like really appeal to me about like how warm and welcoming the community is and how much like i get along with like y'all here and chai and the other content creators especially compared to tft which there seems to be sort of more of like a hierarchy no cap um <laughs> for like tft it's yeah. a little intimidating uh, but laura especially because it is so new it feels like mm. more of a community and of course i do love the game but it's definitely the community that really 
uh, keeps me here and makes mm. me want to keep creating content for it. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome to hear. Um, and I know Saucy, you and I have talked about this probably on the podcast because we talk about just about everything on the everything, podcast, yeah. but certainly off off camera as well. You know, compared to TFT, because you know, for for again, for those of you who are new to the podcast. You know, I came from TFT as well, obviously, because TFT came out before LOR. Um, but the whole reason that I'm even doing anything in Riot IP at all is because of TFT. Um, mm -hmm. But the TFT, the reason I've really found a home in LOR is not necessarily, I mean, it's partially because of the game, because my, you know, my background is in card games as well. But it mm -hmm. is how the community feels. Uh, it, it, not to say one is better than the other, but they're yeah, very just different. different. Yeah, weirdly enough, because you'd think that they're you know they're both riot uh, riot IP. They're both uh, they're both strategy games. Why aren't they the same community? So why isn't there like an, a lot of overlap in people? Which there's a little bit, but it's weird. It's like TFT is very much like League people playing, and LOR feels like card game people. Yeah, yeah. It's Mostly Magic. Like we can always yeah. reference something to Magic. <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, Saucy. I don't know. I don't actually know if we've ever referenced Magic cards. Not on, on this podcast. podcast. <laughs> no, we we try not to. No, um, I don't think we I, ever have. I don't. I don't know if yeah. people even know that we played Magic. No, I never like for yesterday for the first two hours of stream didn't just go through Commander decks. <laughs> no, never happened. Never uh, happened. Uh, so funny, so funny. We're, but... we're degenerate. So okay, okay, okay. Back to back to the show. We need to get yeah, get yeah, back yeah, on topic. We're, we're bringing so Wonder Mellow, just so uh, myself and the the rest of the listeners can get to know you a little better. Uh, what kind of goals do you have for the game for Legend of Runeterra? Uh, Personal for goals, professional. For as far as grinding, I just want to do the best that I can because again, why set a high standard for myself. I do want to get obviously masters every season and just do as much as I can, like better and better each season. But I also do want to become a part of the league partner program and a Twitch partnered streamer in addition to doing more with my YouTube channel because I was doing some of the like card reveal reactions. And I know, for example, Saucy, a bunch of our content creators do like amazing deck videos, but I'm not really a brewer. So I feel like I want to do more of like the lore and the creative, like the cosplay I did mm. do. Um, and Laura cosplay like a while ago, and I always do them for the uh, new sets. So I definitely want to get more into that and sort of just like optimize what I am good at to be able to make this a full time uh, career in addition to social media work, which I'm also very interested in. Nice. I like it. I like it. Now, I didn't, uh, I specifically didn't put this question on here to, because Wonder Mellow knew about the other things, but I'm going to blindside you a little bit because we haven't, we haven't done this in a while and I want to bring it back. Okay. I want to bring it back. Uh, and this will help. Ooh. I think this will segue into a, some, a conversation you said you wanted to have before the show. Okay, so if you were to pick three of your favorite cards in the game, what would they be? Champions, followers, spells, whatever. Three of your favorite cards for whatever reason, whether they're fun, you just like playing them, they're good, whatever. Um, I would say is uh, Tayari the Traveler, uh, just Ooh. because I think it's so cool that we have our first official trans rep in the Runeterra universe, because obviously um, Talia was retconned, and yeah. I could go on a whole lot of story of the retcons and <laughs> LGBT representation. Mm. Um, but I think that was just so cool, and especially with like how much there is 
in representation of like sexuality and race and gender um, within the card game compared to the larger League of Legends universe. So Tayari, mm -hmm. awesome. I was actually really proud of how the Reddit mods handled that. Yeah. I was like, I was prepared for like absolute shitstorm, but like I went yeah. there and they were just like on top of it and being so respectful and like go that. Um, and then I would also say um, Gnosis. I think this is recency bias just because... <laughs> He's Gnosis, and I I just love the doggo. I've been playing yeah. a lot of Gnosis and Kalisa later. I know you were more on the Thresh and Gnosis mm -hmm. train, but I I miss um They Who Endure. I like yeah. that's one was my favorite decks, and that definitely mm -hmm. Kalisa is a little bit uh better in yeah. that. And hmm, what else would I would I say? Um, hmm. Maybe Neverglade, I think. Mm. I don't know. It's just so satisfying. Like, at this point, there aren't a lot of decks that really fit it out. But yeah. to be able, if you have, like, three on the board, and you just absolutely destroy your opponent's life little by little by little mm. as you gain. Like, I, for anyone who played um, Buddy Fight, I was a Danger World player, which is basically hit hard and heal a lot. So, like, mm -hmm. I was, I absolutely love that sort of style myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I think the best Neverglade deck right now is probably the Hecarim Azir deck that you can run it in. It's pretty decent yeah, with all the definitely. tokens. I'm trying to think is the, is the voice line, is that the one that's like, dead or near enough? Is that him or is it a different card? Uh, yes, yeah, I mean, it sounds like him. Guys. I, th I think he says something like yeah, something like that. Okay, those are cards you like. This is gonna be this is gonna be the segue. Are there uh, three cards you don't necessarily like in the game? If you were to dislike or hate three specific cards, what are three you don't like? I feel like the reasons why I hate I dislike these cards is simply because of other cards and how there aren't counters. Mm. Um, but I would say. A recency bias again tf is like um picket card <laughs> burble fish burble fish Bur mind no, melt okay burble fish especially i like to talk about burble fish as like a cleaning that once you first like played around with them and you're like early in your honeymoon phase like they were so adorable and you had a lot of fun playing with them and but then after you like decided to break up with them they decided to absolutely ruin your life and no matter <laughs> how far you try to get away from them they just absolutely were overpowering you and you could not escape or do anything to fight back Yep. So I am very emotional Don't about you that. Love me still? I'm Wiggly Bubblefish. Yep. I no, zero mana, and I cost. I'm a, I'm a three-one elusive, but I'm zero mana, and yeah. you can copy me. Okay, that's yep. scaring me. Uh, yeah, Bubblefish <laughs> is the uh, that's the specific card that I I lost out uh, to in the Grand Prix against BBG. Because mm -hmm. I, I had the read that he had at least two burble fish, but I think mm -hmm. he had four instead because he had burble yeah, fish. So I was like, yeah. well, I'm dead. I'm like, I can live against three. Oh, nope, there's yeah. the fourth. Awesome. And he only had yeah. like five cards in hand, and it was all burble well, fish. Yeah. yeah. You, Iterative experiment. Hey, here's another one with a, like a plus one, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a really good play. I was watching that game. 
uh on the on my on my stream and i'm like wow saucy real because i i i watched it with only one hand because i'm mm -hmm. too lazy to get both hands so yeah <laughs> i'm wa i was watching it from your perspective and i'm like wow you really like kind of bamboozled him here oh wait yeah like i, I cleared his board i set up for lethal next turn mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. after i cleared his board with a karina yeah. Verazza. It, he he played four more burble fish, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I killed a burble fish. Even it was so stupid. Mm -hmm. I was I was mm -hmm. sad. Yeah, that's a that's a it's it's a good card and or deck that it goes in. Eh? Yeah, mm -hmm. I do love wiggly burble fish stuff. Oh, um, that does actually segue very nicely into the next topic we want to get into. But Saucy, there's also one other question that we need to ask mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. this is very pivotal. Wondermello. What is your favorite guardian in the game? Oh gosh, I don't know the names. Like well, unlike TFT, you can describe it. You can describe well, it. Well, I would have to. I honestly, uh, the Pride Poro. I just really like the Pride okay. Poro because it's really that's cute, a, and I really regret not answer. getting the Pride Poro icon. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. got the Poro, but I didn't get the icon, and I'm really sad because that was like one of the best ones. Though the at the end of the battle pass, the new pug is like a good yeah. contender. It's like Ooh, yeah. that is adorable ascendant yes, doggo cosmo. i love yes. i love ascended cosmo it's a great yeah one. those are acceptable answers we won't yeah. cause it's it. not t-hex i'm happy or um, gromp or anything like that whoa 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 nightshade gromp gang rise up trash gromp gang rise up everyone knows nightshade trash. gromp is uh the it's best trash one. it's the best infernal drake is a good one too um okay so the actual uh topic we want to talk about because so here's a little bit of here's a little bit of background. If you didn't know, if you're coming into this blind, if you've been away from Runeterra for a little bit, um, and you didn't know what was going on, uh, you know, like Wondermello mentioned, Twisted Fate Fizz has been a pretty good deck recently. There's been some other really good decks as well with the Felios and Twisted Fate, Twisted Fate in general. Just really a lot of good stuff going on right now and we just got a patch released uh technically today right it, i think it was released today or yesterday yeah and so. uh there were uh there were no um no balance changes there was just a um just a a, a line at the beginning that uh that said uh <laughs> and this kind of became a copy pasta and a meme but the Shereman Desert is vast, and we're making sure we're prepared for the long trek through it. To that end, patch 2.4 is focused exclusively on bug fixes and miscellaneous quality of life improvements. And um, to the uh, surprise of very few, this caused a bit of outrage uh, in the community. Uh, people uh, not super happy uh, about this, and... Uh, yeah, not 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 too happy. So, uh, a little a little bit of background here. So, I I had seen the patch notes uh, in advance, mm -hmm. um, and I looked at it. And when I looked at it, I'm like, because like I I I didn't really care, but I looked at it. I'm like, oh, oh, people are gonna freak yes, out. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, Blevins and I. It, I was right. <laughs> we usually we usually have some conversations of if we think people are going to um, get mm -hmm. upset or be happy about upcoming changes, yeah. and we're like, uh oh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna mm -hmm. cause some uh, upset people. 
Yeah, uh, Wondermellow, when you saw this, these patch notes, or saw the 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 this happened, did, what what were your first initial thoughts on it? Oh, I wasn't surprised at all because I was actually in Mixed Place chat the night before and we were discussing mm -hmm. how it's extremely unlikely that they would actually make any balance changes considering the only way that they would change it because it takes two, they have to ship it out generally two weeks before for the, the mobile update um, is mm. if they literally made it the day of. So I would... Again, you can't be like disappointed if you didn't have expectations. So that's how right. I see it. Um, True. So yeah, it's frustrating, um, especially against CFIs. Like, yeah. I really dislike going against it, but I completely I understand why we didn't get the changes because it just wasn't possible to be able to ship out in mm -hmm. like the way that you're able to do it from like every two weeks. But it's like the day of the new expansion is the first day so right yeah i i sort of expected all the outrage but i sort of like was like well i, I expected this so yeah. it is what it is <laughs> uh saucy i'll get into our personal thoughts but of course you know when when there's a when there's a, a, a topic like this in the community and people have very heated heated uh opinions on it you know what i like to do right uh-huh. What's what like is that? What out. do you like to do, Blevins? I like to go I like to go out and I like to get do an some interview interviews. with someone yeah. who maybe has an opposing viewpoint from ours, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're kinda like whatever, but the people who are upset. So I want to get an interview from yeah, someone, you, did, you know. And you did a you did a very exclusive interview, correct? I did. I actually did an exclusive interview. <laughs> and got a I got a clip for it. I got a clip of it right here. You don't believe me, do you? But I'm I do. waiting. I'm waiting. I don't know. I got it right here. Frequent aggressive patching was one of the major draws to Legends of Runeterra for me. We were told they would happen every 28 days, and they were actually happening every 14 days from the release of Targon until they announced the seasonals, and then we didn't get one for 63 days, and even that was only one balance change. We didn't get a big one for 84 days. Not only are the patches less frequent, they're smaller, and it doesn't feel like an organic change that came about because we were so close to a balanced game. Patch 2.4 was a confirmation that Runeterra is going to continue to be slow to respond to perceived problems in the meta. If we want to push Riot back to the older balance schedule, we need to be vocal about it. <laughs> I bamboozled you. I actually did get an interview. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy. Everyone That's thought it was going to be Blev Baby, but it was an actual interview. It was a legitimate. Shout outs, yes. shout outs to From the Boulevard who did that bit for me. <laughs> no, and yeah, if you, if you haven't seen, um, Boulevard did a, a very well-written um, yes. explanation of, you know, reasons to be upset about this. Um, they're from the BLVD on Twitter. Um, go yes. read it. It's like 25 tweets long, so I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but that was a good well, funny, synopsis. Funny thing, Saucy. So, you have all of it. Uh, I do have all of it. Love it. <laughs> he did all of it for thing, you. Which I'll... <laughs> Damn, he we'll likes play you. At the, we'll play <laughs> Yeah, we can play it at the end of the, yeah. the at the end of the show yeah. as a little as a little uh, uh, a little thing for everyone uh, mm -hmm. to listen to afterwards. But uh, yeah, I so here's the here here's the little little inside podcasting. So um, this morning we talked to someone on or I think it was actually it was it was broccoli on uh, on Twitter was saying. Uh, you know that we're gonna get the blev baby today so yeah yeah i, I wanted to get everyone i wanted to rope get everyone, everyone psyched in up and bamboozle everyone with an actual it. interview see uh, sometimes sometimes we do legitimate things yeah 
but uh yeah shout outs shout outs to boulevard for doing that and uh going along with the bit but it's a bit that provides value because i think yes. it, it actually does this is one where unlike a lot of the other things where i bring out the blev baby meme uh i do think that this is boulevard i mean brings out a really good point that um you know there this is the ch- the cadence has changed, right? The yeah. cadence for patches has changed. The expectation for patches, or not the maybe not the not the expectation has not changed, but the yeah. cadence has. And there, I, I know I saw Twin Sons was posting something about, um, you know, when he when they talked to Umbridge, uh, that he mentioned something about patch cadence changing and they may have mentioned it in a patch before but i think it's it's really a it's an a community expectations thing and like a transparency thing and like those things have changed like the transparency not to say that runeterra and the devs aren't transparent it's just that amount of information we're getting has changed which mm-hmm. is uh a little i think off-putting for people yeah um in general, though, in regards to the actual, um, you know, the, the the patch or lack thereof, um, you know, there's there's some timing things for sure. Uh, in that, um, you know, the patches now instead of being like, you know, we're we're bringing the game balance to a certain point every X number of weeks. It's more like we want to get the game balance at a good point the patch before the seasonal right because mm-hmm. it needs to be in a spot that is because like you don't want to or not the patch before the seasonal but like two patches before the at a certain point before the seasonal yeah, yeah. where it's like the cutoff point and you don't want to mm-hmm. make changes any closer than that because then people are scrambling at the last minute um you know can't with, prepare and all that kind you of stuff. can't prepare properly and like that's a feels bad. Like even if the meta is, you know, quote unbalanced or yeah. in a state that's not ideal, it's at least the same state that everyone has the same amount of time and preparation, yeah. ability to prepare for. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I I think I I understand the frustration for folks. Um, I know, you know folks like you saucy and and mogwai and and swim and a lot of the content creators and you too wonder mellow who are making you know their are doing their content based on the game as it is if the game's not fun or the game is not competitive or it's super unbalanced like that is like affecting what Mm -hmm. you're doing um so i definitely feel the i can understand the frustrations um there and people are sick of playing against twisted fate yeah yes oh my gosh yeah it's 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 a it's a very delicate and difficult like topic to begin with because i i yeah i see every side of it like i get it from the game designer's perspective especially like not wanting to make major changes after it's only been a couple weeks since the new set etc um but it is it is for people who do play the game i think the more you play the game the more it affects you and mm-hmm. um, when there is something as glaringly more powerful than everything else being Twisted Fate, where yep. it just, it's is there so, it's the thing that causes non-games right now, which is something we've praised mm-hmm. the game for like many, many times, especially early on is how many like 
not non-games we get. Like when we had Jeff Hoagland on, he yes. was saying his favorite thing about this versus Magic is you don't have those non-games where you're just like, mm-hmm. I can't win. And Twisted Fate is one of those very polarizing cards right now, specifically. It wasn't as bad before, but we have so much card draw um, and so many tools where you just play them and win on the spot where it does feel sometimes like you get those non-games. It's very polarizing, and it's it's annoying to play. I like I don't have it as bad myself specifically just because I'm not trying to reach those higher ranks. I'm more playing mm-hmm. stupid crap, um, but I do feel for a lot of people. Like I know uh, Mogwai has been very vocal about how he feels about certain things in the meta right now with like the timelines, Ledros deck, and things like TF and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is it is hard when you do get those very polarizing non games that could be dealt with. Yeah, definitely. Like I w- okay. Picture this, you're plat one, 80 LP, you just need one more to get back to diamond, and you're matched up against a TFA's that high rolls the heck out of you. That was me this morning, and it did not <laughs> feel good. I felt so frustrated, because I don't usually get tilted at video games. I am very chill, I am very calm, but it just felt mm-hmm. like I am completely okay if I just, they outplay me, you know, like I deserve yeah. it, but I'm like, I was so dark close, yeah. and then I just had to get that mashup and they high rolled. <laughs> Yeah, like and like unsatisfying. It exa- and it's not necessarily like like card games are gonna have variants. People need to yeah, remember this. Yeah, You're gonna have those games. Like I was telling them before uh, earlier today, I was playing a Thresh Nasus Mirror, and I literally could not play a single card until eight turns in the game because my hand was just Rite of Negations and Butchers and mm-hmm. Blighted Caretakers and everything that needs something to die glimpses, and I couldn't play a single card because that's what happened. And like you just gotta. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen sometimes like card games are set to where the best player yeah. doesn't always win and uh you're going to lose your favorables and you're going to win your unfavorables it happens mm-hmm. um but a lot of the decks right now that we're seeing a lot of don't really have unfavorables <laughs> it's it's and it, it sucks and i just like when the when the I think my favorite thing about Runeterra always as a game is how diverse the meta has always been. There's always been mm. like something I've praised it about to all my magic friends and uh, Hearthstone friends. It's like we've had like times where there's 10 to 15 tier one decks. Like people are like, what should I play? I'm like, do you like aggro mid range combo or control? Cause there's a viable yeah. deck in all of those. And now when people come into my stream and like, Hey, I want to just hit diamond. I want to hit plat, mm. whatever. What should I play? I'm like, TF Fizz or TF Ophelios. Like, yeah. those are the best decks. Like, if you're wanting the highest win rate, play yeah. that. And, and it, I don't like that. I like to be able to, you know, have an interview back and forth and be like, yeah, here's all these different decks. And you can. Mm-hmm. I, I still fully believe you can definitely hit Masters with a great deal of decks, but yeah. you have to put more work in. Um, you have to play more. You have to get better at the game. And not everyone has the time to do that. Um, so it's tough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a, it's hard. And I get it. From the game devs perspective you know like i said they don't want to balance right after a new game or a new set came out right. i get it but all of us who play the game a lot especially those who are more vocal have a lot to say about the game yeah and when you think about it and and Wondermel, you bring up a really good point um with the mindset of they need to have patches locked in two weeks in advance right Mm-hmm. their mindset at least from beforehand with new sets is like we're going to give like some breathing room for the new set um, they have traditionally and, and again you can look at the boulevard thread 
um, and and see where they have on releases done some balance changes. But like Twisted Fate, for example, or even Burble, that whole deck, right? Yeah. yeah. If and 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 we saw people uh, talking about this when evaluating cards, right? Yeah. Um, so like it, the thought process and the analysis of how things are going to work against decks is pretty hard to to do, but. You know, Blighted Ravine as a card, you look at it, and it's like, oh, that just like completely hard counters Twisted Fate Fizz, right? Because like if they develop uh Burble Fish on their turn, uh or on your turn, you play the Blighted Ravine and it kills them all, or you play Avalanche and it kills them all, mm-hmm. or you play Blighted Ravine beforehand and they can't develop it all, they have to leave it in their hand, then they have to they can't open attack, right? So it's like, okay, Blighted Ravine's a new card. Maybe this deck isn't even a problem. And I could see the devs thinking that, or maybe then their play test, that's how it was. But, um, you know, that's not enough, right? As we've seen, the fact that Hush exists doesn't mean that every single deck that utilizes a card's ability is null and void. Yeah. Despite what Reddit and sometimes yeah. Twitter will make you I think. mean, we, we get those, and those are just, uh, I. it's just a shit take. It's such a bad take. And, and we, we were seeing it. I've gotten, I, I probably have over 100 messages that I could compile from people asking me yeah. if I'm upset that Lysandra's in the game because I can't play Teemo anymore. And I mean, <laughs> Teemo Timelines is the deck that I haven't lost a single game against Lysandra to. And yeah. I've never lost a Teemo matchup against Lysandra where that mattered. You lose those mm-hmm. matchups because they're playing Freljord Control and they have right. Ruinations and Avalanche and Blighter Ravines and yeah. Vengeance. Like, you're not losing because of the Tough Nexus. So it's the same right. thing. It's like, Oh, well, Hush exists, so you can't play champions, or uh, Vile Feast yeah. exists, so Zoe can't be in the meta. Like, that's not a take. Right. That's just stupid. <laughs> that's what people said. Yep. Go hard. Go hard exists. Zoe bad. Yeah, mm. Zoe's bad. And, and <laughs> you know, oh, Aphelios, is can't, he can't be played anymore at two health because Mystic Shot's in the game. <laughs> Aphelios is bad. Yeah, I did, For what it's worth, I did see fewer people saying that because people probably thinking Aphelios is still busted, but there were... Very few people uh, that were on the Zoe train beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and I know Sarah was one of them, so I will give credit where credit's due. Sarah was on the Zoe train. Sarah was also on the uh, Hunt the Week train, too. So <laughs> that one hasn't quite panned out yet. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, we'll get there, right? And we don't, you know, let's, let's just give it a little more time. Yes, I understand that it, in two weeks, you know, we've got two more weeks at least of uh, of winter, of Twisted Fate winter. Mm-hmm. But like, I've seen a lot of decks, and I've been playing a lot of decks that have that have game against these Twisted Fate decks, yeah. right? It's not just the, mm-hmm. you know anything out there you don't yeah. have to play it and you're not only going to be playing against it. no you can and you can build decks to counter it um it it does it is still a feels bad deck like even uh when i was climbing today and yesterday like i don't think i lost once against the twisted fate of Felios deck even though the games are always close and stressful and annoying to play mm-hmm. i still hate it like i still hate it even if i'm favored um, I just don't like yeah. playing against it because it still just feels so bad knowing if you can't deal with Twisted Fate, the moment he's played, he will yeah. level up within one card. <laughs> he's just going to yeah. get leveled up. Well, I, I, that is definitely, it's definitely the case. And I think it's possible that because I, it's probably just because of the types of decks I've been playing or and or the fact that I'm so used to playing around Twisted Fate myself and also just watching really high-level play playing around mm-hmm. Twisted Fate yeah. where it's always in my mind. 
Yeah. What's actually been more frustrating for me in the last few days has been the Sand Scouts deck with yeah. Lucian in his ear. Mm. That deck to me is super frustrating because it's like, yes, it requires more setup than Twisted Fate, kind of. But it's like, well, they attack and your blocks are always bad because they're tokens or it's Lucian with quick attack. So you set up these like kind of awkward blocks and it's like, okay, then they rally. They automatically level Lucian. Mm -hmm. If you don't block perfectly, they level up again. If you do block perfectly, they can have like, you know, single combat or something to get the rally off of Lucian. And it's like, why does this feel different than Twisted Fate? Because it took a few more steps? Maybe. But like to me, I don't care how I lose if I lose. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So now I, I, I am going to say this cause I've been having to have this conversation multiple, multiple times a day. So I want to, I do want to say this. I am yeah. a huge, huge proponent of play the deck you enjoy. If you mm. have mm -hmm. fun with Twisted Fate Fizz or any of these good decks, you should play the decks. Like, there's nothing wrong with playing the decks just because they're good or degenerate or overpowered or whatever people want to say. If you're having fun with the deck and you're enjoying it, you should play those decks and don't let anyone make you feel bad for playing those decks. Um, like, everyone enjoys different things and everyone dislikes different things. Like, I personally don't enjoy hyper aggro decks and so i just personally don't play them because i don't have fun playing those but if there's a super degenerate like if if right now timelines teemo was the best most degenerate deck <laughs> i'm gonna keep playing it because i love the deck and you can suck my ass so play the decks you enjoy <laughs> honestly don't let anyone bully yeah. you if people do come to me i'll kick their ass for you um because it's it's not cool like we are yeah. Runeterra is still a smaller, tight-knit community. There's yeah. no reason to be mean to each other for this. Play what you like. That's it. Yeah, sure. Be mean to each other for other reasons, like yeah. roping on turn one for no reason. Or not liking, <laughs> uh, you know, the right guarding, like T-Hex. If you don't like T-Hex, those people are stupid. If you do Things like, like T-Hex, yeah. True, those are the worst true. Or just like hate the deck, not the player. That's yeah. why I say if you play TF is I bear no ill will to you personally. Yeah. I just hate the deck and the mm -hmm. experience. Um, but it's unless they go and like BM emote me when yes. they're really high road. Now yeah. that will make me tilted. Yeah. Especially <laughs> I've been seeing them do the LeBlanc one. Mm -hmm. I'm like Ooh, oh no, girl, one. stop, yeah. stop. If you outscale me, fine. But this is. One song yeah. to the wound. Oh, now yeah, I will talk are... shit to you while we're playing together. So if we run <laughs> yeah, up on ladder yeah, and you're playing TF Fizz while we're yeah. playing, I'm talking shit the entire time. After the game, mm -hmm. we can still go get a beer. Like we can be buddies. Yeah, we can be yeah, buddies afterwards. In that moment, I hate you, and I will say I hate you. After the game, yeah. we're still friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, except if you're playing in fight night events, stop playing Twisted Fate Fizz. Don't bring <sighs> Twisted Fate Fizz plus. Uh, Fjorshen, that because that lineup is boring. Um, yeah. I don't care if you're trying to win or not. That I'm just sick of casting that lineup right now. Yeah, but, gentlemen's uh, agreements to not bring it. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm just bored of it. But I think that that sort of um, that sort of problem in at least in tournament play, from what we've seen. I mean, we are going into 29, I think, Giant Slayers. Uh, for NA and the like there have been times when like there is a best deck um, whether it's like Bannerman or we had a, a phase where like this is how long we've been doing it where like Deep was really good 
We've had a phase where Ash Noxus was super mm-hmm. good, and like everyone brought it. Fior Shen has always been sort of there, but because of the and again, this doesn't really apply to ladder because it's it's a very different experience. But at least in the tournament side, the uh, nature uh, uh, it uh, uh, finds way uh, to yeah. correct itself. Where um, like, well, everyone brought this deck; it was really good. The next week, everyone is trying to beat that deck, and usually yeah. it's like a, a mix, and then it like it kind of resets and, and and gets there and 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 sort of solves itself. It's yep been very rare where we've had like many weeks in a row of the same meta yeah. for fight night. But anywho, uh, no one is going to remember or care about this once the new patch comes. Yeah. Out, so let's just <laughs> two weeks. It won't matter. <laughs> Should we, do we want to, do we want to do some, some more fun stuff? Cause we have a, uh, a yes. ton of questions. Uh, yes, we opened the floodgates to, we asked on discord. Uh, if you're not there, you've missed out, but we have a crap ton of, uh, questions. Let's answer some viewer questions. Huh? Yeah. How does that work? Let's do it. Um, Wonder Mellow, do you want to pick one? Uh, sure. I was looking pick for one. a fun one. Um, who? Uh, like being familiar with TFT and with League, what champions are you looking forward to the most in LOR? Hmm. This one is from Frost Edge. Um, Warwick. I want Warwick. Ooh. I, uh, I want... I would have said Nasus, but he's here. Uh, Annie, I really, really want Annie in the game. Mm-hmm. I think Annie would be cool. Um, I think she's pretty sweet. And Volibear. I'll say Volibear. Nice. Um, let's see. Who do I want? I, Gragas, for sure. Oh, yeah, um, the hottest I, bodybuilder in the land. I think <laughs> I think that there's been screenshots of TFT set five, and I'm pretty sure that Gragas is in it, so I'm pretty happy. I, I might be making and- a pretty big dive back into tft and little devil timo little devil timo and (laughs) the uh and saucy you'll get to play for the first time because you weren't playing in set one no draven yeah yes (laughs) love draven um but that's uh neither here nor there for lor yeah uh gragas i'm trying to think who else did i play kogma back yeah kogma um Ooh, Cho'Gath. I want Cho'Gath really bad. Ooh, Ooh Cho'Gath would be sweet. Col- yes. um, like Tom Kench. <laughs> also, yeah. yes. like Tom Kench, probably. Not, not, um, not Callista. Uh, Kaisa. Kaisa could, yes. could be interesting. I, I want to see what she would do um, in the game as well. So that that's those are my answers. What about you, Wonder? Um, I'm a Urgot one trick, so obviously Urgot, <laughs> but I need the Pajama Guardian cosplay cosmetic because okay. that's the only skin I play him in, and okay. he looks so precious in it. So yeah. I really hope that we get like the Star Guardian skins to LOR. Yes. Honestly, I don't even care about prismatics. Like what? I do not care about shiny things. I want my pretty skins. Thank you very much. Like that's my priorities. <laughs> no, it's hot take. Hot take. I know. <laughs> no, a lot of people don't like them, but I love no. them. Yeah, I they're my favorite my thing in the game. Uh, I'm just neutral. I'm neutral on them. <laughs> spent more money than I uh, am legally allowed to say on uh, on prismatics, but uh, <laughs> when I'm, I'm at the point now where like I'm building additional decks, uh, I'm building you know decks that are like kind of close to decks I've built before. 
and I already have everything prismatic because it's like cards from multiple uh-huh. decks that I prismatic. And I'm like, oh, I have a problem. I um, am guilty of putting in less like suboptimal cards and decks just because I have a prismatic version. <laughs> I've done that like in uh, it was Timo yeah. Sejuani. I have almost all prismatic, and I forgot what it was, but I put in a like a, a worse freeze effect. Oh, I put in all the <laughs> all the sisters and no harsh winds because I didn't right. have harsh winds prismatic, and yeah, yeah I, I do that. I'm bad. I'm bad. Yeah, I um, I am right now. I'm playing the. I didn't think I would do this, but it's actually pretty decent right now. The uh, Vlad Brom sort of beatdown deck. Yeah, uh, I I saw originally um, Impetuous Panda, uh, who has been on the show. Uh, I saw him post it, and I'm like, this has got to be trash. Then I was playing. I'm like, oh, it's got some legs. It's got mm-hmm. some legs, and also I love Brom. I'm happy to be able to yeah. play Brom. Um, and I haven't I been a Scargrounds uh, fan until right now, but um, I have some. That one I don't have fully prismatic. My promise to myself was that if I hit Master with the deck, I'll prismatic Vlad. But until then, I just, I just can't. There's no <laughs> way. He's such trash. I hate him so much, but he's really well, good in that deck. Uh, this is a tie-in question. Let's let's go. Night Striker asks: Many card Night games Striker. have a variety of foils and foil designs, including rarity and consequently price. Would you guys want to see different foils in Legends of Runeterra? Yes. Yes. Want all of the. Yes. I mean, my wallet is screaming at me saying no. Um, but yeah, I want the. I want. Let me let me foil out. Let me get skins. Let me do all that cosmetic stuff. Like, Alternate arts, like different yeah. t- types of borders, animated the, backgrounds. Yes. The TLDR is Riot, shut up and take my money. Is, yeah. is the TLDR for me. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, and that sort of like business model of just say, oh, it's like it's very free to play friendly, but mm-hmm. like if you want to spend money, you can, and you feel like. You sort of want to because you've been enjoying it so much and you want all the pretty things. Mm-hmm. So you're like sucked into it already. And then they have you for your life. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you look up, see how much money you spent on the lead client for like over the last 10 years. And it's a number you don't want to say. <laughs> yeah. My, my lawyers have advised me not to, uh, to, to disclose <laughs> that. Um, uh, one, one thing I... Again, I don't remember if I've mentioned this on the show or not, but I've certainly thought it very loudly. One thing I do want, and Saucy, you'll you'll back me up on this. In Hearthstone, when you have a full golden deck, if you're on the draw, you get a golden coin in your hand. Mm-hmm. That you, the only way you can get it is if your whole deck is golden. So when you play that out, your opponent knows, oh, this they've whole spent deck all is their golden. money. Yeah, there's no other way to get the golden coin. I want something like that. Allow me to, if my deck is fully golden, let me or prismatic. Let me let me like put out a prismatic Poro or something. No let prismatic me... Nexus. Yes, Ooh. a prismatic Nexus. Yes, that would be sick. Give me a prismatic Nexus, Riot. I'm all the things I've said of this podcast and all the other podcasts. Ignore all that. I just want a prismatic Nexus. Yes. That's what I want. I want nothing else. I care. Nothing. Also, I care about nothing clicking else. on the boards. We come from TFT. We want our oh. pile of to be able to click, click yeah. on boards. Yeah, that's another thing. Okay, I lied about ignoring everything else. This also <laughs> needs to be listened to. Every board that's not clickable is useless to me. Yeah, let me click me. it. There's only three I boards I can wrong. use. 
There's only three more. I can use KDA and I can use the two um what are they called? The two um spirit blossom boards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the other ones I'll get the new board, I'll I'll hear the music and I'll play it for about two games, start, try to click and be like I can't play this. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. I need to click. Either like I don't care if you make all the boards from now on epic. Like I don't like sh- again, shut up and take my money. Stop <laughs> make stop giving me the option to buy boards that don't click. I don't want them anymore. They're trash. I'm yep. just saying. I want to click things. You did this to yourself, but every other board that's not clickable is trash. Yep. Need to click things. I've got to click the stuff. Let me click things. Let me <laughs> click it. Okay. Um, I want to answer this one. This is another one yeah. that's interesting because I, 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 okay. I'm very curious to get Wonder Mellow's take on this. Okay. So yes. Broccoli Violet says, now that Nexus has the ability to be tough, which if you don't remember, that's the ability I've always wanted in the game. Is mm-hmm. there a new fantasy you guys have, like an ability or mechanic from another game adapted to LOR? Hmm. So I, I can go first because there's a few that I yes. like from Magic got, that I've I think would be cool. For one too. So one I've talked about a lot that I think would be really cool in this game would be in Magic the Gathering there are what are called flip cards, specifically from all the werewolves from like Innistrad and whatnot. So how they work is they have a front face that you play it as. If neither player does something for the turn, it flips over to the werewolf side and has a yeah. different effect or different ability. I think something like that would be really cool in this game um, to have like a follower that transforms into something else. Um, like if no one does anything mm-hmm. and then if someone plays something, it flips back. I think it would be really cool. It'd be fun. Yeah, I've got I've got two somewhat related things. The first is akin to um, originally in MTG, it was called Form of the Dragon, where essentially you play a expensive enchantment and it kind of turns you into a dragon. Like yeah. every turn, like your what what is it? Your life is set to like a certain amount. And every turn you like discard a card to do five damage or something. Mm-hmm. It's something like that. Where like it embodies the it embodies you turning into a dragon. Hence why mm-hmm. it's called form of the dragon, right? Yeah. That would be cool. Uh something like that where like your Nexus turns into uh, you know, a dragon or something and it, you get some abilities. Um it also like the heroes from Hearthstone, like the hero cards, um, where you literally can change your your hero in, in Hearthstone. Um and then related to that is like I want to be able to attack with my Nexus. Like, can yeah. I? Like, can I block? Well, I guess you can kind of block with your Nexus, but like if you could attack or like deal damage equal to your health to something, and it like showed your Nexus, like punch I mean, them, it, like it get could out, just be like smack yeah, them. Yeah, like it like comes. It's like a tree ant card, and like rises up and just like stomps on something. I mean, that would be more of an animation thing. Yeah, uh, still cool. Be funny too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think I would like to see, I don't know if everyone else would, but I definitely like um, something like more of um, a duress type ability and being able to see like your opponent's cards and Mm. be able to interact with that. I feel like that would be pretty cool. Um, People just are be able to go with their deck. At you right now. <laughs> I know. I don't. I just always enjoy like deck instructions. Like <laughs> I'm. I am. <laughs> I'm a Malkai player, so like I love mm. like any type of, like deck destruction and mm. being able to do that. So, I mean, I would like to see it. Um, definitely in moderation. I feel like it could get out of hand because I feel like it got out of hand in Magic, but I feel like it, in moderation it, it would be cool. Are to you see. saying that discard could get? out of hand <laughs> uh, 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 anybody no. 
Or you could just make an Emperor Jack. That actually happened to me. I was about to discard someone, and then with the Maokai, and then they had an Emperor Jack, and I, it didn't let me discard their Jack again because it already happened once. Yep. So I was like, <laughs> "All right, wow, that's funny." <laughs> yeah, I was so sad. I'm like, "Gosh darn it!" Yeah, Thought Seize awesome. is one of my favorite cards in Magic. I also, I mean, mm -hmm. my favorite mechanic in Magic is paying life to draw cards. So, yes. I mean, I'm always down to do that. I'd love more ways to use my life as a resource. Yes, I do like that. Um, I We're talking about mitigating non-games. Yeah, I don't think I want it in Runeterra. Thought Seize is the type of thing that can cause non-games where you keep True. a loose hand and boy, does it disrupt you. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm just gonna I'm gonna publicly state it. I don't want thought season in LOR. <laughs> uh, I'm just putting it out there. I'm taking a strong a strong um, chance here, or a strong mm -hmm. statement here. Strong stance, not chance. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, we've got a couple other uh, we've got a couple other questions here. Um, so we kind of talked about this before, and um, again, if you go into boulevard's um uh tweet uh thread you can kind of get an understanding of how it's changed but uh zool jack asks uh, would a balance change patch would a balance change patch schedule similar to league of legends aka every two weeks be something you would enjoy um so that part um i mean yeah yeah New stuff is always cool mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I, I get bored easy, so change is fine for me, no matter what it yeah. is. Like, I just like new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Would I enjoy it? Yes. Is it good for the game necessarily? Maybe. I, I think people are, are pretty fine with change. One thing I will say on that note, though, um, I haven't really experienced this in LOR. It's been more with TFT because TFT, they do uh, balance changes, and it's less mm -hmm. the balance changes that are drastic, but it is the um, it is the set when sets rotate. I've mm -hmm. had multiple people uh, who played TFT like in set one or started playing in set two, and maybe stopped for a little bit and came back, and then there's a different set. Go, what the heck am I playing right yes. now? Yes. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> we're like, literally, I had multiple people from set one to set two say, I just can't play anymore because everything I learned in set one is just gone now. Yeah, it doesn't I matter. Need to, I need to, I'm playing, I'm starting a new game. Um, even though, yes, yes, it's the same base system and a lot of skills you got from set one transfer over, but nonetheless, like a lot of core stuff is gone from, from that experience. And Certainly. patches every two weeks won't one patch won't do that two patches probably won't even three patches won't change your core understanding but like let's for instance say you started playing in the beta and you came back now and you played a Callista. you'd have no idea what's going on because Callista's is a completely different card than yeah. she was or mm -hmm. um you know even a nivia uh, like how a nivia, different nivia completely is different card mm -hmm. there's all sorts of these changes in like for those of us who are doing content in the game and are on top of it and are playing in the meta, yeah, we want as many changes as possible, but or not necessarily, but we want like we like frequent updates because it keeps it fresh. But there's a balance between keeping it fresh and having it be overwhelmingly different for newer players. So mm -hmm. it's just something to consider yeah. when when asking for these things. 
Yeah, I know, especially compared to LOR, TFT has so many like emergency patches that happen out of nowhere, sometimes during tournaments, and then yeah. <laughs> that happens. So it's just like there is like definitely a way that it does disrupt, and you could say that's better or worse with the overall health of the game. It's just yeah. definitely very uh, different schedule than LOR, but considering they are like both games that are on the mobile platform and that does affect the release schedule it is a fair comparison mm -hmm. to make for sure um this other question is from cash and it is related to the the previous one uh this one says um related to the previous question do you feel the devs play it too safe when patching cards do you think that playing it less safe would be better than having a more frequent patch schedule Wonder Mel, do you have any thoughts on that question? I want to see more buffs for cards that aren't used, be more playable. Like, yes, there is going to be just some jank meanie cards, but I feel like instead of just like nerfing everything, giving like other regions uh, the ability to deal with some of these Targon's cards, to deal with the Bilgewater cards, which is high felt a lot less set, is going to be a lot easier. For example, uh, the famous thing of Warchefs. No, it, it was not Warchefs' fault uh, yeah. that that deck that it was in was Warchefs so did well. nothing wrong. Exactly. I want it to be reverted because I miss it. And I feel like it's just we need to be able to perhaps like buff champions that aren't doing as well or not even buffs, just change yeah. so that we're able to like optimize these interactions because usually it's not just like one card. It's in one thing. It's the fact that this card could do this with this, like for example, with the the Ledros uh, timelines right now, it's just like mm. it's a very specific combination. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I think that because the their original like um, methodology was do a lot more safe changes, but they were also patching more frequently, and we had a mm -hmm. smaller card pool, and I think that was fine. But with them doing less frequent updates, I'd like to see more changes or bigger changes or trying things. Um, I yes. mean, we've seen them in the past make a change and then revert the change because it was a bad one. They could mm -hmm. do that again. That's the joy of it being a fully digital game. But if they buff like... Errol the Tracker or the the seven mana heal in Ionia, like crap like that that no yeah. one ex remembers exists because they're not played ever. Um, I don't think you're going to get people too upset by that. But yeah, there's a yeah. lot. I mean, there's a lot of even like so, um, what the stupid uh, elusive that draws a card, they could revert that. Things like that in Ionia. Yeah, Shadow Assassin. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, I will start off this point by saying I agree with what y'all are saying. I like the I, I I would like to see bigger or more aggressive changes, whether they're nerfs or buffs. Uh, I I prefer buffs as well. I agree with you there. Wonder um, mm -hmm. that I like it's just more fun for buffs. My counterpoint though is. Um, <clears throat> having everything just be better is not always going to solve these sort of ladder meta problems. And, oh, yeah. and here's the, here's the example. Cause I think one of the more frustrating things, even more, it's, it, I, I don't necessarily, well, it, it actually is kind of happening now in Runeterra, but it's happened before in, uh, in certain metas as well, where the fact that there is one very, very good deck is not actually the problem. The pro, um, because like TF is, for example, like you can play, you know, this, uh, you know, these 
Shadow Isles, Freljord, Control Decks, whatever flavor you want, and play, you know, eight Avalanche effects plus Withering Whales plus Vile Feast. And, like, yes, Twist Fate Fizz can still win through that sometimes, but a lot of the time you're going to be winning more than you're losing in that case, right? The problem is not the fact that there's one very good deck because you can counter one deck. The problem is that there's three very good decks. Maybe one is S tier and there's four A tier decks. And the problem is that you can build a deck that beats maybe even two or three of those, but then there's always the one where you don't. It's not mm -hmm. possible to have that spread. Um, and because the ladder and because the ladder doesn't have either a sideboard format like it would in Magic the Gathering or the tournament format for LOR where you're able to bring multiple decks or even ban out a deck, the ladder feels frustrating sometimes because you can build this deck that beats Twisted Fate Fizz, but that's at the cost of being able to play against, uh, you know, Fiora Shen. I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm making up uh, decks for the, yeah. the sake mm -hmm. of this example. Um, oh, like, I can... I can I can go way too deep into beating Fior Shen, then I can't beat Twisted Fate Fizz anymore. And if you're facing those decks sort of at a relatively even clip, sometimes you can predict what you're going to see on a given day of the meta. But like when you face against the wrong thing, it's frustrating, right? And it's not the fact that there's one really good deck. It's the fact that there's like six really good decks. It's very hard to co to, to cover that spread in a reasonable way. So ironically it's possible that because the meta is so diverse and there's so many good decks that's actually ironically more frustrating from a ladder perspective um which is a weird conundrum to think about that i don't want i do not envy the the place of the runeterra devs because that's oh, tough very weird mm -hmm. i mean that is a stated goal to have x number of meta decks and that mm -hmm. might actually be part of the problem yeah yes so, i don't know Especially with like the differences between the Asia, the EU, and yeah. the uh, yeah. America's meta, because like that was the whole thing about. I remember with the meta discussion about like how Targon is relatively low in like Asia, for example, mm -hmm. but we see it everywhere here in like yeah. like the America server. So it feels like it's everywhere, but like they're going off the worldwide data when making mm -hmm. these card changes, not just mm -hmm. one region. Yeah. No, and that that is actually something uh, that we don't get to see a lot because we're generally playing on our, our regions. But like, yeah, that happens a lot. It was it was today I was playing and someone was like, "Wow, are these normals?" Because I never see these decks. I'm like, "No, I'm in Diamond, the same place as you." Like, so it, it there there can be some diversity for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we've got uh, just a couple more questions yeah. here. This one's an interesting one yeah. from. Uh, Jacques Pino. Jacques Pino. I don't know. I, I like the way I pronounce oh, it better. Yeah. Uh, says, what do you think about a ban list that will last for something like one month to make the meta shake? Saucy, uh, what, do you, what do you think about that? I think, like, I, I guess they're saying, like, if they banned a certain set of cards every month or something like that, like a revolving set. my guess is, like, set. It, like you have... Uh, I don't know, five cards or so, 10 yeah. cards that are just like weekly ban or monthly yeah. ban or something. I think for a different play mode, that would be cool to have that as an option. I don't like mm -hmm. it necessarily right now. Um, I could see it mattering more when we are later down the line when there's 48,000 cards in the game, but I don't think yeah. we have mm -hmm. enough cards right now. Like it's still such a young new game. There's still not that many yeah. cards. Um, there's yeah. really not. And I think if you were to... Uh, 
take out. Like if they were to just say, all right, every card that's in TF is just you can't play them this month. I, right. That doesn't make the game better, I don't think. I don't know. I, I think that'd be a cool uh, maybe alternate format or like a lab or something, but yeah. I don't like that as like the uh, the main ladder format. What about you, Wondermel? Yeah, I agree. Like, again, we don't have a lot of cards. I could see us maybe having a rotation versus like unlimited section very like, I don't know, maybe two, three years down the road, but... Right now, there's only so many, and I feel like it would sort of, like, especially disrupt the competitive scene. Like, it would make it feel like it would be more, um, I mean, even if it, this isn't ladder, if it's just generally at all, or just ladder in general, like, make it feel less stable. Um, like, I definitely understand, like, maybe wanting to try to, like, power down cards and change it, but I feel like having it, like, overall, this is a banned card for the funsies isn't really great for the integrity of the game. Yeah, I, I agree with both of your sentiments. Uh, the other thing I'll add is, um, I mean, Saucy, think about it like this. How would you feel if they banned Teemo for a yeah. <laughs> Like there'd be, right. there, my content would be done for the month, right? Right. We just, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not playing this month. I guess I'm like, playing TFT this month. <laughs> if, if you, right. If you look at it, if you look at LOR, the entire game through just the competitive tournament players perspective, which I know a lot of people do, uh, cause that's what they are. And like, I sometimes I try to be objective about it, even though most of my focus is on the competitive scene because I'm a caster. Mm -hmm. Um, but like it's not just that right it is a uh, i would imagine a small subset of the entire lor community and like some people just want to play braum decks because braum is their favorite champion or, i think like, that's the majority play of players honestly i would imagine yeah. so um you know people like timo because timo is a is great <laughs> so and amazing um I think that banning uh, cards or champions kind of goes against the core of what Runeterra uh, is about. Um, so I think from the Runeterra as a broader game perspective, I do not like that idea yeah. just based on what I think about the, the, the philosophy of the game. From a balance perspective, yeah, I, I got to go saucy here and, and say that we're we are like thousands of cards away from <laughs> needing or wanting to yeah. do that at all um yeah just looking at like competitive play and like overwatch league did a thing like this where it's like they have hero pools for the week yeah. and there's a certain number of band champions every week and like it's whatever people seem to like it there um but the you know this is a a, a game system thing too is like is that only for ranked play? Is it only for competitive? Is it only for mm. tournaments? Is it for the seasonal yeah. tournament? And the more like compartments you create, the like more segmented the the um uh the game population becomes. Where I think what we want to do, especially now with Runeterra, we want to bring more people towards yeah. the same thing. Yeah, um, I think I think segment. what's just like you're saying. I think that gives people more reasons to not play the game versus more reasons yes. to play the game. Um, and the, the hardest thing is this is 
Whether you want to admit it or not, this is a game that's set in the League of Legends universe, (laughs) and a lot of people play this game because they want to live out their fantasy of their favorite champions in a card game. Um, I mean, I the amount of people who get like viscerally angry with me when I talk crap about Yasuo or make you know cuts at Lulu (laughs) or whatever, even if it's just in jest, there's a lot of people who literally say, "I'm playing Lulu no matter what because I love Lulu." And no matter how bad they are, they don't care. And there's a like this is a still like a mobile game, and there's a lot of more casual players. And there's people who, no matter what, the, no matter as bad as Shivana is, because she's terrible, are going to keep playing Shivana because they love her as a character. And if you ban it, they're going to not play the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> I uh, I also I've been seeing a Shivana deck pop up a bunch recently. It's playing mm-hmm. Dragon Chow. Yeah. And, like, Every time people yeah. play Dragon Chow, I just give the angry, uh, the angry Renekton emote because it's like, how dare you play that card? Yeah, how dare you sacrifice the Dragon Chow? You bastard! <laughs> you they are. I, I did hear. Monster. I did hear. There's there's rumors that the next uh, the next region is going to be Ionia. They're going to add to the game. I did hear. This. <laughs> uh, good joke. Are they going to patch it in? Yeah, they're gonna because well, right now Lee Sin doesn't have a home. He's the only regionless right. champion. Right. So they're gonna add a region to support Lee Sin. I'm excited yeah, to see how that a works. Little, he's a he's like an Aphelios. He's an Aphelios mini set where it's him, deny and Nopify are the only yeah. cards in the, in <laughs> yeah. the re, deep meditation. The set. Yeah, yeah that, deep med. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a weird uh, mini set. So that's gonna. I'm excited for uh, that region to come to the game. I can't mm-hmm, wait. Same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Saucy, we have one we have one final question mm. from our good friend Cosine Joe. Um and uh we'll start with uh with our guest here and the question from Cosine is simply How's your year been so far? So far, so good, much better than like the end of last year. So sure. we take those like trying to like wake up at 7 a.m. go for a walk like take whoa, vitamins whoa. like <laughs> like try to like do job applications yeah. stream content yeah. uh but yeah no like overall a lot better because like i feel like especially with a lot of us like the pandemic like hit us hard with wherever we were um like mentally and that definitely did for me but now that mm. it's finally you know like it's getting nicer outside and um i'm able to like you know just be able to do more with my content and feel more secure with myself and just i've been doing so much better and i'm I'm just really happy to be here right now too and just be with the legends of rintero community because it's really what gives me energy and makes me really happy i love it It, to paraphrase uh you're saying (laughs) you give me energy Uh, those are Wonder Mel's words, not mine. Yeah, uh, Saucy, how's your year been so far? It's been great. I've got nothing but good to say. Um, last year was dog shit, and this year's been <laughs> fantastic. And uh, I'm super happy. I'm, everything's great. Uh, if you if you are out there listening to this and you're not having as good of a year, I'm always available to chat, whether it be about life, Runeterra, anything, hit me up on Discord, Twitter, wherever. I'm always around to talk. If you need an ear, uh, if you want to, uh, Only one if, ear, if, if you need me to help you learn why uh, Yasuo is a terrible champion, any of that, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> I love it. And uh, for my answer, I'll just uh, I'll go. Uh, Today, I consider myself the luckiest <laughs> man on the face of the planet. 
anyone who gets that reference is literally 80 years old but uh <laughs> I love, I love yes yes uh anyone uh leave a leave a leave a comment or at me in discord if you got that reference but um yeah i'm, I'm doing i can't i can't complain can't can't complain won't complain thus uh thus far but that is just about time wonder Mel, thank you so much for being on the show do you have anything to uh, sell out, shout out, plug? The floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Again, thank you for having me. You can find me on Twitch. I stream Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and then I'm going to be adding a fourth day soon. I'll put that. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, uh, Rip. At, um, wow. in chat. Um, I also do TikToks every day. I do cosplay. Um, I recently did Pizza Severe cosplay. Ooh. So uh, that was really fun. And like the baddest Evelyn. So Wondermellow underscore for Instagram, but everything else, Twitter, um, Twitch, TikTok is all Wondermellow. So I hope to see y'all there as well. Love it. Love it. And thanks again for being on. Saucy, where can people find you when you're not here on the show? You can find me on the internet. My website is just saucy.live or saucymailman.com. They go to the same place. That'll give you my Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything. Uh, Twitch is all there. I stream Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific. And um, yeah, my birthday's this weekend. So I don't know. I'm going to do something special on Friday, but I don't know what. I'm I'm turning eight thousand and forty two years old. I was say, do they do they let you celebrate bicentennials on, uh, on Twitch? They yeah, they don't special? like they're, and it's so annoying. You know how whenever you're going to like a website that's like enter your date of birth, it doesn't go back, so I have to lie. And I'm a very honest guy; I don't like lying. Yeah. But it doesn't go back thousands of years for some yeah. reason. It's really lame. It's really annoying. Lame. Saucy didn't get my reference because he was too old. That yeah, was it was, was I was way too old. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. You can find me casting uh, on Fridays at uh, twitch.tv slash giant slayer LOR, cast fight nights, uh, all that good stuff. You can find the show on Twitter at Rune Terrible. You can also go to runeterrible.com, deckpicks.live. Send us your deck picks. We would love to see them. Mm-hmm. Even unsolicited deck picks are welcome. Send them. Send them. Uh, we're probably going to get banned at some point for saying that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I don't care. Um, but uh, again, best place to find us, our content, um, and just access to the community, uh, the best community on uh, Discord and in Legends of Runeterra, discord.me slash Terrible Radio. It is the place to be. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's it, everybody. Thank you all for listening and for watching. But for Wondermellow or Saucy, I'm Blevins, and we'll be back next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra. <laughs>
Patch 1.2, May 26th, we get our first Bilgewater balance patch. 28 days seems like a long time, but it's what we were told would be the norm, and 18 balance changes are made, hitting many of the problem decks like Bannerman, Burn, Karina, and Heimerdinger. June 24th, patch 1.4. The season of fortune begins. After 28 days, we get another whopping 19 balance changes, including a lot of buffs. Players are very excited for it. We like big patches. July 8th, patch 1.5. 14 days later, some things are still proving to be really strong. Solitary Monk and Pilfered Goods are nerfed. July 22nd, patch 1.6. 14 days later, we figure, we figure out that mass buffing a lot of cards has consequences. Despite making two nerfs in patch 1.5, 17 balance changes are implemented. August 26th, patch 1.8. I think this is where we got pushed back a week to try and start patching all Riot games on the same day. 35 days after our last balance patch, we get Targon alongside four balance changes. September 16th, patch 1.10. Patch 1.9 doesn't exist for some reason. Maybe this is where we adjust to patch all Riot games on the same day? Anyway, our first balance patch post-Targon comes 21 days after the region's release and contains nine balance changes. September 30th, patch 1.11. Just two weeks later, we get a pretty hefty balance patch with 11 changes for us to rejoice in. October 14th, patch 1.12. Monuments of Power releases. There are still some problems in the meta, but the new set will fix it and we'll adjust, right? Wrong. We nerf Genevieve. We finally get rid of Fleeting Hush, alongside two other balance changes. October 28th, patch 1.13. Emergency nerfs to Leeson and Make It Rain. This is our fifth balance patch in two months since the release of Targon, for a total of 30 balance changes in two months. This is also where the KDA cards drop and the seasonals are announced. November 11th, patch 1.14. Our first balance patch with a seasonal tournament will be played on. 15 balance changes are made. From here we go to a two-month schedule for balance changes after five consecutive balance patches in a row. This is due to the seasonal's release schedule. After five consecutive balance patches and a balance patch every set with release on Targon, I don't think the change was made because we were doing such a good job of making healthy metas. January 13th, patch 2.0. 63 days after our last balance patch, pack your bags is nerfed. February 3rd, patch 2.1. Aphelios releases and we get our first big balance patch in 84 days with 11 balance changes. Twisted Fate Fizz has proven itself to be a problem over the last two weeks and goes on to dominate the seasonal. March 3rd, patch 2.3. Sharima releases and we get our second one balance patch of the, or one balance change patch of the year, the second in Legend of Runeterra history. TF Fizz is still a problem. And then today happened, meaning that our next balance patch will be March 31st, and for the first three months of 2021, we got less balance changes than six individual patches in 2020. After consistent large patches pre-seasonal, we were used to very frequent changes. And while I can't speak for everyone, I've never heard a complaint that we were too many patches were happening. I came to Legends of Runeterra because of monthly patches and big ones at that aggressive changes. Ever since the seasonals were introduced, we've grinded to a standstill. And decks showing themselves to be problems are slow to be dealt with. On top of that, transparency has been on a steady decline. Patch 1.2 was our last update on a watch list. In patch 1.14, we got a metagame snapshot in the sentence, we'd like to start periodically sharing some of the metagame data we use to inform our balance updates over time, with a few key goals in doing so. This was the first and last time they did this. We need to take the blinders off and stop praising Legends of Frontera for what it's done in the past and hold it accountable for what it's doing now. We hold them to a high standard because they said it, and as the new C TCG, they should be learning from the mistakes of their predecessors. So back to the original tweet. Yes, what Legends of Runeterra did is incredible with what they've set the bar for on live balance, and then they stopped reaching that bar, and it feels even worse because they said it. I praise them for what they did, I will not praise them retroactively for it. Today sucks because it's a confirmation that the old ways are dead. If you're going to show me 13 balance changes in 3 months, I'm not going to randomly hope that you turn around without the community expressing their displeasure in your new way of handling balance. Personally, I didn't see anyone say anything that was out of line, but our expression of frustration is how Riot knows that we don't like this. So hey, play Runeterra, I don't like this new balance patch schedule.